Hello there, thanks for stopping by. This is Dasby, otherwise known as FM Heathen, on Twitter, FM Totality on YouTube. Um, this is my first blog sound update, audio update, audible, whatever you call it. <laughs> uh, this is just, um, I just thought it's something different, really, so that you don't have to uh, sit there reading if you uh, commuting or anything like that. Um, then you can sit down just with the headphones on and you can just listen to me prattle on for a short while uh, about me save. Um, so that's basically it. There's no other premise, there's no other plans at the moment. It's just to give you an audible version of the save so that you can uh, find out where I'm up to with it. Um, now, this is the first one, so just excuse me if I just go through the uh, basics of the save, which basically, Newton Heath, if you, I'm, if you follow me on Twitter, you'll know anyway, but Newton Heath, I created them last year in FM18 as a League 2 team, as if United had never, ever existed. Um, and you must that is a key part of it, you must remember this, United have never existed in this save in 1902, they weren't bailed out by a man called John Henry Davis, who went on to form United, they just remained as Newton Heath, and they battled through the divisions all the way through till they got to League 2 in 2017. So I took it from there last year, eventually in a long 12 year save, we won the FA Cup, that was the best I could do, but it was against Liverpool, and it was a sack race on the day, it was either Simeone or me that were going to get sacked, so... I was really chuffed that Simeone got sacked. Um, so that was basically how it finished last year. I didn't have the energy continue to continue. It was way off where we should have been. I would have needed another 10 years. And it was getting into new gen territory. It was getting a bit boring. So onwards to this year. Um, we are in Heathens Global now. Like I say, if you've been following me on Twitter, I hyped it up for a while with lots of the release of the teams that I was going to include and the whole concept of the project. But I'll just give you a very quick summary now. Basically, in 1976 the history diverged from my old save uh, which I also wrote an alternate history for a full history uh, across two blog posts but they diverged from that and it became uh, a global the very first if you like attempt at a global network of teams uh, for youth development but also for the good of the game in general it's very sort of altruistic it wasn't really intended to make the club a big sort of uh, financial powerhouse it was all intended to uh, to sort of just for the development of football like I say and football and youth development as well so so that's basically it, it started off with um, a few clubs uh, with Penarol to start off with uh, in the Uruguay of course if you know your South American football and that was um, I renamed them Penarol Paganos which means heathens so Penarol heathens and that sort of followed the theme so we ended up with um, three tiers of affiliates you've got your regular affiliates which I'm not too bothered about their progress about helping them with that it was more to me uh, to help me um, either local connections or sentimental connections or to uh, just to improve players in a regular way so a normal partnership then you got the middle tier connect, uh, connection which was uh, prefixed with the moniker NH so if it was NH of course for Newton Heath a bit like RB Salzburg RB Leipzig Leipzig um, that was to uh, to give them so they got some financial help and I am bothered about their progress I do try and improve them um, but not as much as the top one the top ones like I say it's Paganos or anything named Heathens and they're the ones that I'm really really trying to promote so they're getting all my best loanies and stuff like that um, so that's basically the concept like I say a lot of you might know that already um, let's get up to where we are up to with it now so we're in 2023 now we have now got, um, I've had a championship promotion straight away. We got promoted straight away in our first season, came second. Uh, and then we've gone from 10th, 7th, 6th and 3rd uh, in the Premier League. So we're getting better and better all the time. Um, so basically, 
Um, the best thing to do is maybe just tell you sort of uh, where I'm up to with um, my current team uh, as opposed to where we were. So uh, where we were, a typical League 2 team, The actually that's not quite true. We were a mid-table Premier League team and the story had us relegated because of an 18-point deduction because we'd fielded ineligible players in an FA Cup semi-final, uh, the one that we they won the previous year. Um, and of course it links in there with the uh, the foreign links with different clubs so the idea is that I made a mistake there and or maybe an intentional mistake to try and get an edge and uh, and we got deducted so they of course we massively suffered we got demoted uh, we got relegated and uh, we had to fight back um, and then it's been a gradually we, straight away we hit mid table which I was expecting because that was a profile I'd set up with the reputation and the funds and so on we had the same funds as it was an average of the I think it was the 9th 10th and 11th teams from the previous season gave us about 150 mil to start with um, and uh, and yeah we would basically just keep improving it year on year uh, we started with uh, a halfback ta tactic which I've always fancied trying but as expected it was okay in the championship but when you get to the Premiership with lots of inside forwards and attacking wingers and attacking forwards, um, attacking wing backs, sorry, you just getting uh, you just getting exposed all the time because of a lot of wing play. So that uh, cost us, and they've now gone on to a four-two-two-two, which is actually more featured. There's more details of that in the written part version of this blog. By the way, this isn't by any means a transcript. You probably guessed it's just me yapping on. So this is a, a different version, if you like. Um, where I'm just sort of improvised as we go along, uh, but basically, yeah, we're on this uh, four-two-two-two, which is um, I'm finding really good. It's took a while to get working. Um, it's sort of based around the Brazilian uh, box idea, so we're winning deep, and um, but it, uh, but we the the key to this is to is to go wide. As soon as we've won it deep, as soon as we're we're overloading two areas, we're overloading our final third, and then their final third, and attacking the centres. With wing the the uh, the wing backs giving us uh, feed feeding from the outside and uh, either cutting inside or crossing inside. So if you if if you follow what I mean, I'm getting a bit tongue tied there. So so that's the idea. Solid core is the main thing, and it's took a while to once I got that two years ago. It's took a while to get players to suit that. We have been helped because we have uh, had a massive transfer kit because I've been buying so many uh, loanies for the affiliates and I'm always buying four or five star that I'm starting to cash in now so we sold four for a total of almost 200 million quid um, last year that all um, came to us at like seven or eight million and I sold them for like 30 or 40 million so that gave us a massive transfer kit which was sort of the long-term plan um, so now I've got some cracking players now I'm just going through the team sheet here in front of me uh, so we've got players like uh, Kimmich over on the the right wing back position. Um, Kimmich is um, he's just an absolutely fantastic supplier. He's giving us um, loads and loads of energy up the right hand side, which is exactly what you need. He's let me just call up his profile a second. I should have already had this done. Not very professional, um, but already he's running out. He's got seven assists out of seventeen games this year. He got eleven overall last year, I think. So he's doing better this year. Uh, and he's also got two goals as well. Um, he does like to cut inside, which is quite tasty. It gives you that different sort of um, aspect to his game. Uh, but he's, yeah, he's running at seven point four four this year, so that's fantastic. We've also got um, on the other side, we've got Juan Miranda. Uh, Juan Miranda's the same. He's running. He's a little bit lower actually. He's running at a 
6.96, but he's also got seven assists in 25. So he's uh, you can see where we, where it's coming from. Uh, both extremely fast, um, so giving us that breakaway. Uh, when we win it deep, and winning it deep, of course, is the big one. So we've got uh, we've got Thiago Mayer. Um, Thiago Mayer with uh, uh, tackling a 15 and marking a 16, passing 15. Absolutely fantastic as of Segundo Volante. He's on 7.03 at the moment, five assists, two goals. So you can see where it's coming from. We're trying to get um, sort of supply from all over the park, really. Uh, we've also got a few, I don't want to go into every single player, but we've got people like Neves, uh, we've got um, Kim Bempe as a DC, who can highly recommend, absolutely class DC. He's, um, he's tackle rate, let me just call this up a sec. Uh, he's on 95% tackles one at the moment, which is just absolutely outrageous. Uh, he's down as a ball playing defender, but I've got him as a central defender. By the way, if you want this sort of illustrated, there is a picture of this tactic on my blog and you can watch that and follow along as uh, as I'm, I'm sort of talking about it now. Um, but the key one for me, the key player I've been waiting three years for him to develop and he's finally just kicked in, is Arp. I'm, <laughs> I don't know his first name, Fliet, Fiat, Fliat. I'm not really sure how to pronounce it. Um, but he's absolutely outrageous this year. He's German, he's one of four German players we've got. Um, I'll just read you some of his stats here. So he's now played 26 games for us. He's got 20 goals, four assists. He's got um, five of those have been penalties. He's got four players of the match. So he's running at a player of the match, one in every five games. Um, he's shots on target is a bit low actually, which is surprising. Um, but um, he's only on 66%. But it's not making any difference. Of course, he's still converting because he's having so many of them. Uh, and he's passing 74%, but his tackles one is on 88%, so he's winning the ball high. He's playing as, playing as a DLF, and it's, it's sort of a new position, this, really, because he's playing almost as a Met Salah. He's playing in the channel, but he's playing... Um, he's uh, also scoring as well, so he's just the uh, best of both words, worlds. He's a natural advance forward, but he's just wasted as that. A DLF, and he's not a full green for that, he's just dominating. I played him as an advance forward, and it's basically just he's acting as a poacher and there's no point really yeah, so Arp is the big one and um, we've got him alongside Werner again another German uh, along with I've got another guy called Wagnermann and, um, and uh, like I say Kimmich as well uh, and Werner is uh, Timo Werner he's been a bit of a double-edged sword actually he won the we've actually won I forgot to mention this we've won the Europa League uh, which was two seasons ago, and we last last season, sorry, and we also won the Carabao as well. But um, he, uh, Werner scored the winner in the Carabao, but he, he's just misfired. He's one of them where you play him and he'll have a world there, and then he'll score a few, and then he won't score any for eight games, um, and then he'll come to you moaning because you're not playing him. He's one of those players, one of those bit, you know annoying players that just don't seem to click. Except the last three games, I've played him as a target man. And he's just I just noticed his shots on target. He's, he wasn't getting many shots off, but his shots on target rate, rate was really, really high. So, um, I mean, let's just have a look here. So, if we choose the Prem, he's on 83% for shots on target, yeah. So, while he wasn't getting many, I thought, um, I'll just put him up to on a target man. And he scored, uh, well, put it this way, his last seven games. Uh, so, he scored seven apps, five goals, and three assists as a target man. Again, he's not a natural at all. In fact, it's the lowest one. He's only on an orange for it. But just making him the focus of sort of app supply, it's just really, really paying off, really. Um, so that's where we're up to. So 
So well and good, that's the sort of uh, save update for the team, if you like. Um, if we go to the lead performance, like I say, we're doing really well. We've gone 10th, 7th, 6th and 3rd, was it? We're now lying in 4th, but that's no big deal. It's January. There's only uh, 5 points between us and Chelsea at the top. Chelsea, by the way, who have got Guardiola. <sighs> Fuck's sake, you know what it's like. Um, but City and Liverpool have dominated for the last 7 years. Um, but... Uh, Guardiola now is the, has gone to Chelsea so they are now in the lead but they're only 5 points uh, ahead of us in the league uh, we're 4th at the moment there's only 5 points separating us all and we've got a game in hand so really we're only sort of 2 or 3 points behind um, so it's all well and good so that's the the league uh, Champions League we are in uh, we absolutely dominated our group we got battered by Milan last year um, in the Champions League but in, in the uh, in the sorry, in the Europa League, in the group, um, but this year we uh, we beat them both times. That we just happened to get them again in the Champions League group this time, and we beat them both times. Uh, and now we we're, we're through to Bayern. It's a proper German save this all the way through. Uh, we're through to to play Bayern in the first knockout round, and I didn't feel so. I don't feel so confident, but we'll see what happens. We're out of the Carabao, put kids in, kids in. I wasn't really bothered about that this year. And we're in the fourth round of uh, the FA Cup against Southampton. So that's basically where we're up to. You can see we're improving. Um, we've also got uh, another German. I think this is, I said four, but I think this is our fifth one. Uh, we've got Kai Havertz, who I saw him in the final when we won the Europa League last year against Bayer Leverkusen. He got their, their highest pass rate. Uh, let me just call him up here. We've got the highest pass rate, and he uh, he also got the most touches. I think he got something like 157 touches. His passes were like 56 out of uh, 50. Sorry, no, uh, 47 out of 50. 50 received, I think. So he was top or second top in their uh, in their team. So he's played. I've only I don't know if he's he's been injured before this, but for some reason. He's not, let me just check here. He'd only played, yeah, he twisted his ankle for the last month, yeah, but it was out of character. He's not, it's just what, it's just a one off. But he, um, he's just calling out his stats here. He's only played five games. They've been playing him in the Champions League by the looks of it. He's got, well, this is from Advanced Playmaker. I'm dropping him back a little bit further, so he's going to be Advanced Playmaker in the midfield uh, strata rather than AM AMC. But um, he's got one goal, two assists. Two players of the match in five appearances, um, and his pass rate is eighty-three percent. His tackle rate across five games is one hundred percent. Now he might not have only might have only made one tackle, but um, but there you go. And his uh, his average rating was seven point four six. Um, but before that, his previous history last year he got a seven point four nine across the year, and uh, he got nine goals and four assists. Three players of the match. So he's a top dude. So I'm going to be playing him a bit deeper, like I say. Let's see what he can do. He's just cost me 83 mil. <sighs> it's a January transfer, isn't it? What can you do? It's just one of them that, as we know, prices are bumped up because um, you know players and that don't normally move till the summer. So it was a hard one. He was also on like something like a four-year contract there, so it was a hard one to break. He's worth 57, I think, 67. So we paid over the odds, but I think he's going to be our defining transfer this year. I certainly hope so. Um, so there you go, so that's where we're going on from here now the reason we had all that money um, was because like I say, we're selling these players and that brings me on to the affiliate programme um, so basically um, I've got uh, 20 affiliates yeah, across the world um, and 
I've been sending players out to them. Let me just call it up on the screen. I'm sending players out to them according to that process I used before. So in other words, if you name hands in heathens, you're owned by us as well. That means you get the best deal, the best slice of the cake. If you're NH, that's like a 50% share, then you get a, you get slightly less support. And if you're the third one, the regular Phillips, like I say, that's just for development. Uh, so we've got things like uh, FC NH Nance, for Nance from friends, France of course. We've got Hajipur Heathens in India, Harrogate Heathens, Hobart Heathens, Hollyhead Heathens. A lot of these have custom graphics, etc. Um, and then you've got things like Salford Heathens. Now, I did have just Salford City, just as a regular affiliate, um, but they were benefiting so much because they're local. I was sending a lot of players there um, because they can also play for your own reserve team if they're in your own country. So. Um, so I just thought, you know, it's a good idea to bring them on properly. So I gave them a little bit more money, and now we're on. They, now they are now uh, the Salford Heathens, um, and they're doing okay actually. So this is after uh, the first few years we never won much. Uh, but if we go into the leagues in focus screen, just while I'm talking here, um, I'm just so let's have a look. We've got Hong Kong Premier League. We've got Hong Kong Heathens who are top of the league. Hope Town Heathens in South Africa are fourth. Um, we've got Hollyhead Heathens in Wales third, Salford uh, a seventh, and Salford have had two promotions, and so have Harrogate Heathens. They're both in the same league. They're both in the League One now. Uh, we've got Heracles Almo, uh, Almo. Is that how you say it? Heracles Almelo in the Eredivisie. Uh, they are fifth at the moment, um, and that all sort of amounts to a position change. I've got the spreadsheet here because it takes a lot of nerdery to work this out of uh, 233 versus 133 now I'll explain what that means I gave them all a position based on the place in their actual whole league so for example if you were in the championship or you uh, you would have if you your seventh in the championship for example uh, you would have the 20 of the Premier division plus the seven where you're up to so you'd be on 27th and that would be your ranking in the whole league so we have gone from 233 at the game start to 133 we've gained 100 positions so uh, so that's pretty good when I look at my low knees I'll just go to that and it's hard to do without um, actually uh, showing you any graphics here I'm trying to do it as as audibly visually as I can if you know what I mean so if you look at um, Harrogate Heathens for example they've got four low knees our low knees are currently running at, uh, I've got two in sevens three in the high sixes uh, we've got Hobart who have got four lonies. They've got one in the eights. They've got and two sevens. Yeah, um, and we've got some real successes. Hollyhead, for example, they've got three in the sevens, seven point three, seven point two. Um, so that's basically it. We get it's hard to manage. I've got forty-seven out at the moment. I think. Let me just have a look. Yeah, forty. Yeah, forty-seven out at the moment. Um, and basically. There's a lot of problems. I've learned a lot this year. The first thing you have to do is make sure that they're placed in the right place, of course, because uh, there's no point trying to force a four-star player, not that I have any to loan out, but a four-star player into a one-star team because they just won't accept it and it's just unrealistic. Um, so basically what I try and aim for is I've looked at their average of their players. I do a team report at the start of every year and that gives me whether they're like a one-and-a-half or a one-star, two-star, and then I always try to go half to one-star better for my players. So we're going to give them that edge, and like, like I say, to keep it realistic, they should be getting a player. That's why you loan players, isn't it? You should be getting a player that's maybe a division above theirs, um, 
or certainly a few teams higher than them. So, so that's what we're going with. Looking at the screen here now, I can see this is the best year we've ever had actually. Half of those, 26 of them, one, two, 26, yeah. 26 are running at over, over a seven average rating, so that's working quite well. And the others are mostly high sixes. And then we've got a few at the bottom who aren't playing, just not playing at all, which really winds me up. So you just um, you just recall them, of course, when you can in the windows. Um, that's it. A couple of tips I found out for this from uh, having so many affiliate loanies is the first thing, if they say no, uh, which they quite often do if, if they think they're too big for the boots and they don't think the, the, the move's suited, just try suggesting it again. Sometimes if you suggest it twice or even three times, they do accept it, so it is worth doing. Um, also, another thing as well, if you want them specifically to go to an affiliate, it's a good idea to put them out just generally on loan um, and just um, and just see if the offer comes through from an affiliate because if it's a good enough player you might get seven offers and one of them might be your affiliates now you might be saying why don't you just send them now in the first place well this is the advantage if you do that quite often the terms are more favorable so they'll give a better contribution to wages or something like that where quite often if you just send them out in the sort of right click menu just send to affiliate it means you don't get that so yeah, you're better off trying to take the chance if you can and just putting them out there and seeing if it works and then and just let them stew then um that's the best that's the best thing and it's a bit money ball isn't it really so you you're not um i don't really ever go out uh sort of looking for players to in a regular save to just try and improve the player um you sort of selling that you 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 putting that to one side that's the sort of payoff if you like for trying to support the affiliates in this narrative i've got going of trying to um, improve all those teams it's not really about youth development it's about improving those teams uh, in, in line with the story um, so there we go so I'm just going to call up the Loney view and I'll give you some success stories uh, I'm almost done now so I don't really want to go on forever but uh, so if you look at uh, we've got this Lewis Whitfield uh, who is now at Hobart Heathens I can see he's just injured here now he came to us let me see he came to us loan oh actually he's one of our he was our first I thought we bought him he was our first youth intake so he was our first youth intake um, four years ago five 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 well, in our sixth season now so uh, yeah five five and a half years ago and he um, he's now worth 8.25 million he is a four and a half star player He's an attacking midfielder on the right, so he doesn't suit our position. He's no good for us at all, and he's only good in that position. He's not changed at all. He's not become uh, good at anything else. But he's running at a. It is the high under A league in Australia, so there is a difference. But he's running at five goals, four assists, um, three players of the match. This is just in nine appearances, so and a seven point eight um, overall. So he's just class player. Um, and then you've got players that have sent for certain reasons because there's been a hole in that team that I've noticed so I do watch the odd games so Harrogate Heathens for example I've watched them have two consecutive playoffs which has been incredible and they've won them both and um, and they um, needed a decent uh, AMC so I gave them uh, a player called Alessandro Cortinovis who's been absolutely fantastic but I'm also asking him he will fit in my team so I'm asking him to retrain him to play him in centre mid so uh, he's another one who's like in the sevens. Um, so there you go. That's the general pod project summed up. Um, 
I'm aware that I've never shut up and I do tend to talk a lot. So the audible format is probably better suited to me uh, than a lot of the blogging, etc. But if you do want to um, have a look at my blogs, they're all on um, fmtotality.com, which is my old Twitter name. And I will put a, a tweet out there and I'll put some information uh, down below um, all about that. Uh, but for now, thanks for joining me. I hope you like this new format. Please give me some uh, feedback if you uh, like it or if you, you just even it's about sound quality or anything or or maybe how to deliver it better it is my first one um i'm open to good constructive criticism so uh so yeah so thanks for listening and i uh, hope to uh, hope that you will hear me again soon uh with another edition thanks very much bye